Hi guys. So, um, I wanted to speak about the grace of God. And I'm sharing it in particular because of how we misuse the grace of God. The grace of God is, that, is not that we continue sinning. That's not what the grace of God means. The grace of God means that that it is Jesus, simply as I know I've spoken about it before, but in particular, I really want to share it again to just now kind of like cement it for us. The grace of God is when the Lord says that um, it is by grace we are saved. That means Jesus is the grace of God because we didn't work for it. In fact, a lot of us are branched in. So by grace we are saved. Who is grace? It's Jesus. Who is the salvation? It's Jesus. And then again, we see it as well when the scripture that says love covers the multitude of sins. So it's always interesting because with that scripture, we think that um, our love covers the multitude of sins. No, it actually doesn't. Our love is very fickle. In fact, we cannot love without the Lord. So a lot of the time, uh, that is also as Christians, we struggle to be like, okay, but you know, this brother did this to me, but and the Lord says I must love him, but I don't feel any love. The love of the Lord that is shed about our hearts is Holy Spirit. So the love that covers the multitude of sins is Jesus. The love that Holy Spirit sheds abroad us is Jesus. As written in John 3, that the love the Lord loved, so loved the world, he sent a person. He sent his only son. That was love. So Jesus, who covers a multitude of sins, where did he cover the multitude of sins from? He covered the multitude of sins at the cross when he took our sin. That's why we are now with unveiled faces can boldly come at the, at the throne of God and bring our petitions. So we are not now, um, the grace of God is not that we continue sinning because it's written that once you sin and you've tasted the goodness of God, that means you've been saved. You know the name of Jesus. You've tasted his goodness, but then you go back to sin. There's no more sacrifice for you. That means that you've used it up, but what, what was there, there's not going to be another crucifixion. The crucifixion that you're taking advantage of right, that you are despising, that you're saying, I don't want, that's the one that was saving you. By grace, you were saved. The grace of God, his name is Jesus, that took the cross and, and bore our sins in his love that's covered, our, has covered a multitude of sins throughout the, the world and generation to generation. So the Lord was actually in particular a, a bit aggrieved when he shared this word with me. He was a bit aggrieved about it because, like I said, we have misused it. Another one, another particular thing that I wanted to share with you um, is, yes, the Lord loves you. It is love. It is love. But don't take advantage of it because it's not that in the love it, the Lord forces you. To, to, to choose his way, to choose his son. He did it out of his own will. Because remember, God has also got a will. That's why he makes judgments. That's why he can easily reject us as well if we are sinners. He's also got a will just like you and me. That's why he gave us free will. He's also got a will. So what we're doing is we're thinking that God is forcing. He doesn't force. If you don't want the Lord, then you don't want the Lord. But don't misuse it and think that you, you can continue in the way you, because it's covered. It's not covered by grace at all. The fact that the Lord is giving you time 
as Jesus is standing at the throne room in high in heavenly places interceding for your life he's saying that Lord please help that person so that they don't go to shul I don't want them to die in sin because they will reap what they've sown on earth and they will inherit the desires of their heart which is most of the time wickedness so we take for granted do you know that jesus is still interceding for us despite everything he's done already the sin the multitude the the multitude of sin that he's already taken for us on the cross he's is in the throne room interceding for you and me and i i in particular really love the scripture where uh, the vineyard keeper which is obviously jesus was looking after a tree then the landlord comes and he looks at this tree and says this tree still hasn't bore any fruit that's you and me when we're continuing in sin. When we use the excuses, use the scriptures to continue sinning, continue hiding, saying that, no, 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 I still have time. The Lord comes and sees if you're not bearing the fruit according to what you have proclaimed with your lips that Jesus is Lord, but you're not bearing the fruits that, he, that requires that walk. Then Father says, the landlord says to the vineyard keeper, cut the tree down. He doesn't even think twice. He says, just cut the tree down. Why? Because that tree is using nutrients to, con to, to continue bearing wrong fruit, to continue doing the wrong things that, and that the Lord will not have. So he says, cut the tree down. Does, what does Jesus do, the vineyard keeper? What does he do? He stands and he prays and he says, listen, uh, landlord, he starts begging for that tree. Trees are sometimes described as people. He starts begging for the tree. He says, okay, listen, wait, let me dig around it. Let me dig around it and put some fertilizer. Let me work on it. And if it doesn't bear anything in three months, you can cut it down. He, that's what he's doing for us at the cross. The grace that you so take advantage of, which is Jesus, is continuously interceding that you are not cut down and, and, and removed like chaff. I know he did the same thing for me. So I'm not even pointing fingers. I know he did that for me because, guys, <laughs> yeah, there was a time. I know he did that for me. So I say it with so much love that as a person that has been delivered when I could have been cut down because I was not bearing the fruit at all. So, yeah, may the Lord be with you. And really may he show you the places that he wants um, to heal, the places he wants to restore, the places where he's saying, you are on a crooked path, let me put you on an everlasting straight path there. Let me show you the highways um, of righteousness, the ancient paths of wisdom. He will do that for you if you trust in him and he will show you. And um, as we grow in him, and I'm noticing, especially now that the judgment is upon the church, and I say this because we are going to see a lot of prophecies come to pass. So, in fact, like you'll see less and less prophecies about the future, if I can say it. Instead, we are going to see pro biblical prophecies come to pass, things that the judgments that the Lord said were going to happen. The reason why is because the days are evil, and to restrain the evil, the Lord has already made judgments upon the evil that is rising up. Remember when the Lord says that as uh, the enemy comes in like a flood, he raises up a standard. So I implore you, children of God, especially those that call themselves prophets and they hear from the Lord. If you're hearing from the Lord, make sure you leave that room changed. Make sure. Why I say that is because if you look at people that do stuff like 
um, astrology, tarot card readings, people that read and hear ghosts, people that do Ouija boards, uh, those people that worship Satan, when they leave those rooms, they change, don't they? They're not the same. We even be like, you're not the same person. You were such a sweet person, now you, you're doing pagan stuff and you've changed, you're absolutely different. How can you say that you hear from the Lord, you speak to the Lord and you're not changing? How do we still hear about wickedness of you and from you and about you? And you're saying you're hearing from the Lord. You're working for God. I'm telling you now, as the vineyard keeper had said, if you come three months time and the tree hasn't changed, Lord, you can cut it down. These are the judgments that are currently upon the church, are currently on those that are saying that they work and they believe in the Lord. He's not playing anymore. It's... It's, it's not playing anymore. So all I'm saying is to my advice, and I say this with love, and I say it with real urgency, quickly go to your prayer closet and ask the Lord, change me. Let me leave this prayer closet changed. I don't want to be the same. I don't want to do as I was doing before. I did as a child before. Now as a grown-up person, I want to do different things. I want to be different. Lord Jesus, help me. So may he help you. And may, and the Lord says that those that build a house upon his words it will be like a house that has been built upon a rock and shifting and moving build your house upon him let him be your foundation the cornerstone anyways guys i do love you and may the lord bless you and keep you in everything that you do that is in his will in jesus name i pray amen